0: $45 upfront for three months plus taxes and fees. Promo rate for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com.
1: Equity Mike. I will say this about investing. Everything you do learn is humility. what I learned at 20 is you. Can. Welcome to another episode of Equity Made. It's a podcast where we help you learn to invest so that you make so much money your enemies will be depressed. We break down of the world. We break down the world of investing from beginning to dividend so that you can hopefully make some returns. My name's Bryce, and as always, I'm joined by my equity buddy Ren. How's it going, bro? Uh,
0: I'm very good, Bryce. Not depressed. Um, which means my enemies aren't investing well enough, I guess.
1: <laughs> True. Well. Luckily, I don't think we have any enemies, which is good. So we'll hopefully be learning to invest to make so much money that <laughs> we won't be depressed. Yeah.
0: Well, look. You know what? Uh, in our Ask Us Anything episode, we challenged you. Uh, well, I challenged you on your opening, and you have come out with one well out of left field. So kudos for that. <laughs> I look forward to hearing. Look forward to hearing what you do next episode.
1: Yeah, safe to say, I don't think I will be continuing with that one. But I can tick <laughs> it off the, off the list of one hundred and one openings that I have now collated. Yeah. So the uh, one hundred and one openings,
0: uh, the e-book will be released <laughs> twenty twenty, I think. Maybe yes. an audiobook version with you saying them all. That yeah,
1: that would be yeah. Okay, let's commit to that as well as our economics one hundred and one that we spoke about last episode. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, speaking of committing to things and uh, this episode has been a long time coming. Oh, hasn't it? In our our defense, we wanted to line up an expert and things fell through. So we've decided we are going to have a crack at it and then maybe get an expert back in at a later date. But due to popular request... Many, many, many popular requests. <laughs> yes. We're going to do an episode purely on lithium.
1: Yo-ho, lithium. About time. So, yes, industry deep dive Ren around lithium. What is lithium? Where's the industry at at the moment in Australia? And then we'll close it out with a few of, uh, few of the stocks on the ASX and some of the big players in the industry to, to keep an eye on. So, without further ado,
0: shall we crack in? All right, well, let's start at the very beginning, all the way back to the Big Bang, (laughs) because lithium apparently was one of the three elements synthesized in the Big Bang.
1: There you go. So,
0: there you go. I know that's what people were really asking us about, but yeah, lithium. Uh, Yeah, so
1: lithium is an element, Ren, and... There's sort of two main types that we'll, we'll be discussing in, in context with this episode, and that's lithium carbonate and lithium hydroxide. So just very top line without getting too much into the weeds, lithium carbonate is a compound used in a range of industrial, technical and medical applications, and obviously batteries as well as ceramics, glass, cement, aluminium processing. So pretty important element. And then you've got lithium hydroxide, which is... I guess coming to into greater popularity and for reasons we'll discuss later, um, but it is used in the manufacturing of lithium-ion batteries. So two sort of types of element there and, yeah, I think pretty important to the way the world is going as we will jump into.
0: Yeah, so as Mr. Wonderful from Shark Tank often says, how do I make money? And, uh, <laughs> that's that. All that science stuff is nice, price, but that's not uh, that's not what people listening to an listen to an investing podcast for.
1: No, they You're right, Ren. They're here to make so much money that our enemies would be depressed. So, <laughs>
0: <laughs> so I think um, a lot of people will be familiar with the story of lithium. But for those that aren't, the device that you're listening to this on is the reason it stores power is. Likely lithium. The electric vehicles that are being made more and more are store power because of lithium, and all those renewable energy plants that have batteries to store power, or the Tesla power walls that your neighbours might have down the road, all require lithium to uh, to store power. So, really, lithium has just been on a tear. Because it's used in batteries.
1: Yes. Big
0: bad yes. batteries. <laughs> <laughs> and and to to give an idea of just how much of a tear it's been on, between in the last five years, it's grown the industry's grown at about thirty percent every year. So it it is just exploding. And really, I mean, we'll get into this more, but doesn't really slow doesn't really show any signs of slowing down.
1: No, absolutely not. It's it's kicking away. So at the end of two thousand and nine, there was only really one major active lithium miner in Australia or mine in Australia. But that's really kicked up since then. Ran to now two thousand and eighteen nineteen. There's um, upwards of eight or nine major producing mines in in Australia. So the demand is certainly there, as is the uh, as is the supply. So I've got a couple of stats about the industry. Ren. two thousand and seventeen. Australia was ranked first globally for total lithium production we're also ranked third globally for total proved reserves and we're ranked sixth globally for total identified lithium resource so we're sitting in a really good position to take advantage of the increase in demand for for the element or for the metal well yeah for, for lithium it's compound it's
0: interesting because, not not to uh, not to one up you here, but your stats are from twenty seventeen. I've pulled out twenty nineteen U.S. Geological Survey, Ooh. and I was actually going to test. I was actually going to test you on it. So I'm still okay. going to. So lithium is known as a rare earth metal. It's a class of um, you know metals that are mined that are considered yeah. rare. Some would say it's not actually that rare. How many tons of lithium have been identified globally? Ballpark. Ballpark,
1: tons of lithium identified, not mined, but identified. Oh mate, yeah, I have no identified. idea. I'm <laughs> gonna say Are we are we in the high hundreds of millions? Or no, in the no, trillions? No,
0: no, no. no. It's okay. a little bit rarer than that.
1: Yeah. yeah. Okay, I don't so even know. I, I'm gonna say ten million.
0: No. So sixty two million tons okay. identified globally. So not that rare. Where do you think the most has been identified? What country has the most? Chile. Uh, Third most Chile.
1: Wow. Okay.
0: 8.5 million according to this geological survey in 2019. Two countries higher than that. Yeah, 8.5 million tonne.
1: Yeah. Two countries higher. China?
0: No. China is actually fifth with 4.5 million.
1: Okay, so uh, surely Australia's in the top two then?
0: No, Australia's fourth with 7.7 7 million tonnes.
1: Okay, so somewhere in South America. Correct. Argentina.
0: Yeah, yes, Argentina number one, 14.8 okay. million. Okay, okay. You want to have a crack at number two? Uh, so Argentina, it's
1: not Chile, it's not China, um, <clears throat> it's not Australia. Look, no, I actually have no idea.
0: Uh, Bolivia with 9 mil.
1: Wow. So okay.
0: so I think there's like Argentina, Ch- Chile and Bolivia, are all, if they don't all share borders, they're all very close together. So, yeah, it makes sense. Uh, that, that's sort of like the lithium triangle in South America uh, where the most lithium in the world is. And then Australia has a fair bit, uh, the US has a fair bit, China has a fair bit and more is being discovered just because the demand for it is exploding.
1: So to... To put some stats next to those then Ren, so they're the one the countries with the uh, the most tons identified. Do you know which countries are the biggest producers of lithium?
0: I think I'm gonna say Chile, number one, and then yes. Australia number two.
1: I've got China as number two, Australia number three.
0: Yeah, okay. That yeah, I I was just guessing. Of course. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, yeah, it's it's uh, it's interesting. Australia definitely has has a few advantages in uh, in the lithium industry, but I, I guess all of this is to say that it's now a global industry with a lot of demand and some bigger and bigger mines being opened up because uh, people just expect demand for electric battery uh, for batteries to just continue exploding.
1: Is it enough identified supply? To keep up with growth in demand, I wonder. And I haven't done the math, well, but
0: well, right now I think there's a glut in the market. I think you'll see a lot of the producers are actually their share prices have fallen recently because there's an oversupply. Yeah, but I think what you'd expect is that the long-term trend for the demand side of it to continue growing. um And so, yeah, we we shall we shall see, I guess, but. Um, some of the, some of the miners haven't had great years in, in terms of their share price movements.
1: Mm. I am invested in Galaxy and have, have been for a while and have really ridden the price of lithium and the share price over the last few years. Don't know why I got rid, didn't get rid of it sooner, but, um, certainly feeling the effects of it at the moment.
0: So we'll we'll get it, we'll get into companies in a second. Yeah. let we'll, let's try and keep structured cuz otherwise we'll just end up having <laughs> <Tangent>. a conversation. <laughs> <laughs> um I have that globally in 2000 in the year 2000 there was 200,000 tons produced or mined and by 2020 they expect that number to be 600,000 tons and of that Australia will produce somewhere between two and 300,000 tons. I don't know if that gels with what you have.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's pretty in line.
0: Yeah. And so, where we the other thing around the industry is we're just talking miners here. If we were to talk about battery manufacturing and down the supply chain, uh, there are some big companies in that space and some growing companies. And that's a whole nother big and competitive industry at the moment. Yeah, so we're Uh,
1: talking very upstream here.
0: Yeah, just in terms of pulling it out of the ground.
1: Mm. So in terms of pulling it out of the ground, Ren, from, from what I can understand, there's two sort of major types of miners. There's a brine mining and a hard rock mining, and both are used a bit differently depending on which sort of lithium they want to extract. So hard mining is what we see most of in Australia. Some of the big companies, the hard miners, and and it is quite laborious, takes a a long time. And I guess it does have some environmental dangers and is quite expensive. But lithium is concentrated in salt deposits already in the ground. And brine mining is an easier technique than hard rock mining, because essentially what you're doing, you're pumping all of this brine to the surface. And then it's concentrated by evaporation in, I guess, a succession of ponds. And each pond has a a greater concentration of lithium the further down you go. So that's another way that they can then um, get access to this lithium is through the process of evaporation. So you can imagine quite uh, inexpensive compared to the hard rock mining that we're familiar with here in Australia. So something to consider when you're looking at Companies upstream and how, what process are they using to actually mine lithium has a big impact on their, I guess, capital costs and cost of doing business.
0: Nice one. That's a good one. So we will get onto the stocks. Before we do, do you have anything else that you think is important about uh, the industry more generally?
1: Uh, not really. I think we, you know, we've painted the picture that Australia is certainly strategically placed at the moment to get considerable upside from the increase in worldwide demand, touched on some of the biggest producers and some of the biggest, I guess, deposits of of lithium. But I've got a a quiz question for you, Ren, before we move on. (laughs) Of course you do. (laughs) True or false, lithium is the world's lightest and densest material and is so soft that it can be cut with a knife.
0: Well, uh, that's a very specific uh, line, so I'm going to say true. Yeah, you got me. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> so hold on, what was it? It's the lightest, lightest, but and densest, densest
1: metal. Lithium is so metal. soft that it can be cut with a knife, apparently. So
0: there you yeah. go.
1: Challenge me if you well, dare. Uh, <laughs> 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 so Tech we'll
0: take take a break here, and then we'll come back and we'll talk about some of the major companies that people need to know about. All right. So we're back and we are talking lithium, the long awaited episode. We spoke about the industry and how it's growing and growing really on the back of demand for electric vehicles and battery storage. And the history of lithium miners really mirrors that story as well. But before we get into that, I have a list of every ASX-listed lithium company that I'm going to read out.
1: You are not going to do that, Ren. You are not going to do that.
0: Uh, Alliance Mineral no, Assets ASX code. No, no, A4. No, no. All right. Oh should, oh, should we put it at the end of the episode, just in case people want to Roll research? it. credits. No, look, we'll put up a, a website that if everyone
1: wants to read the the list of every single ASX-listed company. And my last count, Ren, was there were 77 of them. Not sure what your list has in front of you, but uh, from what I could see, there was roughly 77 companies that were either directly related to lithium or had exposure to mines overseas as well. So yeah, please, for the sake of us all, do not read all (laughs) 77 names.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I started doing, I started looking at it and I was like, oh, I'll just get a list of them all so we can name them and people can do some further research. I got through the A's and I had, I don't know, maybe 10. Yeah. And I was like, oh, this isn't going to work. <laughs> yeah. So suffice to say, there are a lot of ASX listed companies that are now exposed to lithium. A lot of them are explorers. So what that means is that they're, they've got some money from investors and now they're going to try and find lithium deposits. And much like finding gold in the gold rush or finding oil uh, back in the day, if you find what you're looking for, you... Instantly a millionaire, and if you don't find what you're looking for, then you probably just run your capital bye, down bye. to zero. So, yeah, um, high risk, high reward. I guess is the the name of the game in mining explorers. Yeah, but I think probably to start global and get local, the story of lithium miners uh, really mirrors the growth of the industry. Back in the day, the the industry globally used to be dominated by the big three lithium companies, uh, all listed in America. There was one called Abel Marl, uh, who also acquired the, the fourth big one um, to make it the big three. Then there was a Chilean company that I'm not going to try and uh, pronounce, but its ticker code was SQM and then FMC whose ticker code, ironically enough, was FMC. (laughs) So back in the day, they owned 85% of the uh, lithium market. Now, just because of increased demand and increased competition, those three companies now own 53% of the market. So still a fair bit, uh, but not nearly as much. And I guess the biggest change has been the big Chinese miners that have entered the market. And there are really two massive ones, Tianquai Lithium and Jiangxi Gangfen Lithium. And they, to give you an idea, uh, they're 32, $33 billion and $29 billion market cap respectively. And then Abel Marl, uh, which used to be, was one of the big three, has a market cap of $8 billion. So, these Chinese companies are just huge in comparison. And in a in a story that will trigger Clive Palmer immensely, um, both of these Chinese companies own a number of the lithium mines in Australia. So, that probably is the basis of his 2022 election campaign. <laughs>
1: Unsuccessful. Uh, well, it, no, no, 2022, 2022 is the next coming one. back. Yeah, sorry, sorry. I was thinking <laughs> 2019.
0: But yeah, like the the size of these Chinese companies, just enormous, exponentially bigger than well the the ASX listed ones at the very least. But Mm. even Mm. you know what used to be the big players in the industry,
1: Mm. yeah, nice, Ren. So what about uh, domestically? I know I mentioned Galaxy there, uh, one that I one that I'm invested in. But there are a number of other big players at home, um, all kind of going through the same sort of process. So, what have you got for them?
0: So, well, I mean, I've just given a whole spiel. You're, you're the one that's invested in uh, lithium <laughs> miners here. So, why don't you kick us off?
1: Well, look, to be honest, I haven't really kept an eye on the ones at home, which is probably why I'm kicking myself with my Galaxy investment. I think I bought it somewhat three years ago or so and wrote it, wrote it up nicely and then since about the start of 2018, it's just been on a downward trajectory the whole way. So, um, that's Galaxy Resources GXY. It's got a market cap of about 558 million. So, it just gives you an idea of the, the comparison compared to these Chinese companies. I mean,
0: not to rub it in for you, but I think at their peak, their market cap was something like 900 million.
1: Yeah, I mean,. Okay, so yeah, I've, 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 I've lost out. All right. Uh, well, <laughs> who, peak, knows you, who knows where you? Who
0: knows where you bought it
1: though? So I bought it pretty much where uh, probably double now. I think I bought it about two fifty. Rode it up to its peak of four dollars twenty four, and now we're sitting at a dollar thirty six. Oh, no, yeah. So look, I'm I'm sticking in there because as we've discussed. Surely, well, not that's a silly thing to say in investing, but I think that it will come good at some stage just based on on the market. We know that there's demand. It's just going to be a matter of who are going to continue to be the big players and why. And I think Galaxy is reasonably well positioned to do so. But some other big players in in the industry, Ren, you've got Pilbara Minerals and Kidman Resources, two big miners over in Western Australia. Uh, And then interestingly, there's a company that's looking to be the first... Miner in Northern Territory called Core Lithium. So keep an eye on them. But from domestic, they're probably the, the, the big ones. Uh, as you said, there's many, many others, but uh, they're, they're the big players in the market.
0: Yeah, I think Altura deserves a mention, Altura Minerals.
1: Yeah, tr- true. It's actually quite a new one. I think it kicked off some point in 2018, correct me if I'm wrong. But, yeah, it's also uh, up there with the big ones, relatively speaking, I guess.
0: I think when you're researching the lithium industry, what you'll see is for one of a better term, it's quite an incestuous industry. There's a lot of joint ventures and then a lot of cross-holdings. So different miners and explorers own different chunks of each other. That that could be pretty common throughout the mining industry, to be honest. It's not an industry that I'm very familiar with, but yeah, like, you know, the- the Chinese, the two big Chinese companies, are, own parts of different mines, and then parts of different companies, and then the Australians may own, you know, other parts. Kidman Resources has a JV in Australia, so Kidman Resources is an Australian listed company. It has a joint venture with uh, the big Chilean company SQM in Australia. So, you know, I mean, that's that's good and bad for Australian companies. It means that we can benefit from these. Companies with more capital to throw behind projects, so um, there's mm, probably mm. an upside for the smaller Australian companies. But yeah, just when you're doing your research, make sure you're looking at how much of a particular mines it owns, who else owns those mines, uh, and then who else owns these companies. But um, it, I, I feel like it's an industry that will go undergo some serious changes. In the coming years, it'll probably just continue to be consolidation as new mines are found. But yeah, it's definitely an interesting one, and if you back the right horse, you uh, you will do very well for yourself. I guess the reason that I'm not trying to back a horse is I have no idea who's more likely to find lithium and win this race.
1: It's a good point you make there, Ren. And I was actually going to ask you that question to close it out. If you know, is is this on your radar? I think from, from my point of view, we both acknowledge that lithium demand is on the rise. And so, you know, lithium ion batteries and, and and the need for it. So if anyone's thinking about, oh, you know, I want to get exposure, as you said, there is a total value stream here and we're talking about just the upstream. So if you, you are considering uh, investing in, in lithium, it, it's also worthwhile considering looking at, say, midstream or downstream maybe even looking at lithium battery components, what else goes into lithium batteries, who are producing them, and then also the downstream end is the end user, the cars, and, and those sorts of things. So don't just think that you need to invest in the miners to to take advantage of this uh, boom in lithium because there's a whole value stream that, that comes around it as well. So just keep that in mind. But I'm with you, Ren. Yeah. Not something that's it – may, it, may, well, <laughs>
0: it may be rather than trying to pick a winner, you buy a – uh, you know, a sort of broad ETF of forty lithium stocks, and um, you just bet on the industry more generally. But then you just, you know, you're you're getting into the the risks of. The you know the cyclical nature of mining stocks and all of that. So yeah, just just
1: be- and for no other reason than the fact that I own it, I'm backing <laughs> in Galaxy to be the number one. Well, look,
0: just because I back a winner, I'm going to back China's two big lithium miners to uh, dominate the industry. <laughs> Fair <laughs> call. Fair call. <laughs> what
1: are, what is it? Sixteen times the size yeah, of something uh, like that of um, Galaxy or something. So anyway. I guess
0: the the last thing I wanted to call out because it really confused me when I was doing some research for this is some of the Australian miners don't have price to earnings ratios because they're not earning at the moment. They're, they're losing money. But Galaxy Resources does have earnings. It Last year it earned about 36 cents per share and it's trading at a price of $1.36, $1.37 at the time of recording. So it's price to earnings ratio is somewhere between three and four, which is incredibly low for a normal company. And I guess my eyes, I'm still a little bit confused as to why it's trading so low as a mining stock, or um, sorry, it's trading on such a low price to earnings. I think I have an answer, but before I guess or speculate, do you have an answer?
1: No, okay.
0: <laughs> I should. Yeah, you, you, you own it. <laughs> um, I think it's because of this glut in production that uh, we flagged earlier. I think as far as I can tell, investors just think that there's so much lithium being produced by the world but, and that Galaxy is selling it into a weak market at the moment that those earnings numbers from last year are going to drop this year. And so the share price has moved, uh, but then the earnings number will drop when, uh, when they next report. But that could be wrong. I'm interested in uh, crowdsourcing information from our listeners and would love yeah. it if someone who if someone, if someone knows that I'm wrong and knows the right answer, if they could hit us up and let me know, um, and we'll, we'll let everyone know in the next podcast.
1: Absolutely. Good pick up there, Ren. Keen to, well, I think from what you said makes sense, but um, who knows? Anyway, nice. Well, that brings us to the to wrap-up of our long-awaited lithium episode debut
0: (laughs) (laughs) if you want me to read every asx listed lithium (laughs) miner uh make sure you tell us and convince bryce because stick around after the
1: credits and disclaimer (laughs) and we'll have ren read all 77 of them for you
0: (laughs) (laughs) we'll we'll release a separate episode which is just me reading them all (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> no, what we'll do is release a YouTube video <laughs> with Ren naming them plus a word that rhymes with each of the names.
0: <laughs> Alliance Mineral Assets, Fred Bassett. <laughs> <laughs> I'll There's going to be a lot that end with mineral or mining or resources. So oh, God, you're going to like have some work that- <laughs> to do. <laughs> resources. Anyway, let's leave okay, it there yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I enjoyed that it was uh, good to chat stocks as always another industry deep dive if anyone would like us to to deep dive or shallow dive into a, into another industry we're always open to suggestions if there's anything you'd like us to to chat about then by all means hit us up on our on our channels and and we will do our best to do it for you but otherwise as I said, always good to chat Renan we'll leave it uh, until next week. Sounds good.
0: Equity mates and the people appearing in this program may have positions in the companies mentioned. This is general advice only. Please speak to a financial professional to understand how they contribute to your individual situation.
1: Equity mates. I will say this about investing: everything you do learn is cumulative.
0: What well, I learned at twenty is you. Equity.